Every podcast, every fucking podcast. Oh I guess, my. I guess you guys never heard my podcast. I listen every week. <laughs> You're that damn Ken liar. Skull's hilarious. No idea. <laughs> never had him on. Oh, thank you. Well, you, you should. So, who do we got on here? Paul. Thank you, Peggy. You're welcome. Say your name, dude. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> My name is Paul. He's, he's got a really direct the name. One is Paul time he I'm a comedian <laughs> from I like how he's Detroit. Still doing his hands. I've he's known still. Peggy for it's what six or eight years. Yeah, pretty long. Yeah. Yeah, you're one of my favorite people doing comedy. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank he you. says that literally about every person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. Oh, I've gotten to know. I'm Dan Grinnell, by the way. I've gotten to know Paul way too much over the last like four years. Yeah. All right? Like I met him eight years ago at an open mic, ten years ago now at an open mic. At his? Probably even more. No, there's this place called The yeah, Cellar in St. Clair Shores. Oh, I remember now that place. Bar. Yeah, mm-hmm. I went there when it was Wes's room way back. Yeah. Yes, sir. And then my wife's like, there. you're not doing this. And I was like, oh, okay. And then They're it's both like an eight-year hiatus and then hit it hard. <laughs> wow, you sound just like me. Remember, I was started and then stopped I just for did like the one six mic. years. Oh. My wife's like, How, I want to do more of this. But at the time, we were like broke as shit. She's like, you don't have time to do any of this stuff. You're yeah. barely paying bills. So that's fair. How, how, <laughs> how many times did you go to Dale Sports Bar? Just the one. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Say, oh, and say hi, Ronnie. Hi, I'm Ronnie. This is way before my, I was even a swimmer. <laughs> it's probably when you guys were doing this. I thought you doing COVID. You were a swimmer? <laughs> you have one I, I arm. swam in a circle. Yeah, Everyone dude. else swam like It was like straight. a NASCAR of swimming. You just got to go left the whole time. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it was. I was going to say that, but, you know, I'm nice. It's not even just the arm. His left foot's <laughs> fucked up, too. Yeah, I'm, like Nemo with like, I'm like Nemo, but with like a bad like flipper and fin. Yeah, yeah, his tail's <laughs> fucked up, too. <laughs> Definitely not making it to that boat to touch it. <laughs> By the way, these fuckers are loud. Yeah. My, look at this. It's, it's called being an American. All right. I'm just loud because I have on the wall over here. It's like being a Lions fan. But these cars don't run. All right. <laughs> Scottish and American and Canada. That's, ha- that's a half. I don't know if you can see this or hear it, but there's an American flag and right down the middle it's merged with a Canadian flag. It makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. oh well Straight American I'm kind vibes. of American <laughs> Kind of American? Same no, Peggy, my mom's you're drinking from... on, a, on a Thursday afternoon You're American and I'm, Well, Canadian <laughs> Yeah Fine. You're Canadian too? Yes My mom's from Canada yeah. when, did, when did she immigrate over here? If you can even call it that When did she drive 10 minutes across the border? <laughs> She's like, I'm leaving uh, everything behind. She, she got came the here last Thursday. <laughs> Steve, yeah. And she goes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, we lost three people on the trip. It's right across the river. <laughs> Waves swim to, here. Waves to her relatives. <laughs> She's still waving on the other side. They're like, we can still see you. Just yelling. How's it going? They're like one of those one of those dime binocular things at the pier. Like, oh, look at, what's your mom's name? Betty. Look at Betty's bitch ass over in America. <laughs> you know, they're just watching her leave. <laughs> 
I'm rich now. Yeah, enjoy your guns. <laughs> or whatever they say back in Canada days. I don't know. I don't know. Enjoy your... Uh, yeah. yeah, enjoy uh, the better country is what they would have. They're nice over there. Yeah, <laughs> so with married, your married name is, is Beatty. Okay, yeah. So I was thinking your mother could have been Betty Beatty. Oh. Betty Beatty. <laughs> well, it's like Peggy Beatty. It's <laughs> Peggy pretty obnoxious. <laughs> So let me tell him, tell him why I called you. Why I called you all here? <laughs> so they went to the. All right, guys, strip down. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. It's a gangbang. <laughs> She's Scottish. Uh. <laughs> um. So, anyways, yeah, they were posted stuff that you guys went to the playoff game. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, the Lions Thank you, play. By since the way. we're Thank all you. in. Oh, Thank dude, you. you're welcome, Thank and, and Thank thanks. You. Charlie Mitchell, baby. You rock, bud, for the ticket hookups. Yeah, I was hoping he would come. Chuck? You didn't even mention that. Why would you think I I just imagined? you guys. You said, hey, what's you, Paul, and Ronnie doing? You never said, hey, what's you, Paul, Ronnie, and and the guy that gave you those tickets? (laughs) That was never mentioned once. (laughs) I know him. (laughs) You know Chuck? Yeah. Chuck's awesome. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah, Chuck is awesome. Yeah, he's taking me to the NFC Championship game Sunday, actually. We're leaving Sunday morning (laughs) for San Fran. Get out. That's serious. Guys rocks. You're the best, Chuck. Yes, Yes. that that, that is is cool. Like, Going to playoff game, thank you. You go into the next game at Ford Field against the Buccaneers. Yeah, we got to. Go, I got to go to all three. I'm going to all three rounds. And if we and, go to the Super Bowl, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> we're both selling a kidney, and yeah, we're going to we're that game. We're both selling Ronnie's kidney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the journey continues. The journey continues. Let's hope the his journey continues. better than the rest. <laughs> yeah. Hey, one, yeah, one kidney, kidney right at a time. Kidney. I don't want his left kidney. It's probably fucked up, too. Yeah. <laughs> one kidney at a time. One kidney, kidney at a time. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, uh, so what body part are you going to donate for the Super Bowl? <laughs> I think the kidney's all yeah. he's got to go with. Okay. Yeah. No one's it's... looking for any hamstrings from him. <laughs> <laughs> got any extra meniscus in there? Oh. <laughs> you know how valuable that'd be? <laughs> so you guys, tell us, tell, so you get the tickets from yeah, Chuck, yeah. So Charles, Chuck's, like, Chuck's whatever. the best. Chuck's the best. He, he hits me up Thursday before the Rams game. Nice. And he's like, Hey, you trying to mind you? We go to games all the time together, me and Chuck. Like he okay. always hits me up, you know. And uh, he's like, "You trying to go to that playoff game Sunday?" Which I was like, "Oh, you mean the first home playoff game yeah. in my lifetime? <laughs> I would kill so many people to go to that yeah. game." And he's like, "Well, pack your bags, buddy. We're going." And I was like, "Sweet, badass." And then uh, super pumped, dramatic game. Stafford coming yeah, home. Yeah. First play a home playoff game in 30 years. So it's just you two? I thought it was well, hold on. And then oh. he hits me up, and he says, hey, uh, I had a buddy drop out. Do you know anyone uh, that would like to go too? And I was like, oh, my favorite charity case, Paul Pipitoni. Would love, to- <laughs> 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 love to go. <laughs> you notice how the actual real charity case ended up buying their own ticket? Yeah. Who just inherited a fucking house? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Very true. All right. The American yeah. dream. The but American dream. Yeah, yeah. Get adopted by Germans from some shitty jungle country while you're like a wounded animal, basically. Like you'd have been eaten by a jaguar by three. There's no chance. So they grabbed him out of there, you know, South America. They bring him up here. They're like, oh, we bring you into this great white German family, you know. I think he's a failed Nazi experiment, but there's no proof. Honestly, you know? like, the more and more I look at it, because, like, that house has a lot of hitting, like, 
compartments where you can hide in. Like I'm like Dan does prove a good point. Like I I, I draw questions myself. There's like a crawl space in the middle of a like a room. I'm like, uh, and then you open <laughs> up. You can stand in it and just hide. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But no, he does. So, so then, so then, so then, Ronnie is the only child of all the siblings of his parents. So everything's going to him. God, that's awesome. People are just peeling yeah. off left and right. And Ronnie's like, "You're not gonna believe this man found another insurance policy." It's okay. He got all of his bad luck in the womb. That's what I tell you. <laughs> he got it out of the way early. The American dream. <laughs> you find any cash or anything in the house? No. Oh man. That, that's just these weird jars of gold teeth. I don't know where they came from. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> a lot of them. I pulled out like 150 rings. Yeah, there's at least 50 to 60 people's worth of teeth in this fruit cellar. <laughs> Ew. I wow, still don't have a, a nice shower curtain, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me how. Okay, so then then he ended up buying. Ryan's got season tickets. Yeah, I have season oh, tickets, okay. so like I was going no matter what. So we did. You guys end up hanging out at the same oh, area? Oh yeah, no, yeah, we did. We uh, we carpooled together, made some fun vids on the way. Did you? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, then we went over to uh, Kara Karach's house because she's got oh, a cool nice. cool condo right across from LCA. So we all went and met up there and hung out with her and her lovely. Better half Joel Seventeen, who is just man, what a what a what man, a specimen, really he is. Oh, Joel is a runner, and he could run through me all day. He's I like would not complain. <laughs> he's like he's like he's like Captain America. He's like one of the coolest guys yeah, like ever. He climbs mountains. You know, oh, okay. they hey, uh, they had just come back from like South America, like South was, Africa, or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah South Africa. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> there was like a seventeen, like yeah, plane, plane, stuff like, about plane flight involved yeah. in, nice. like that, that's just like that's just something that I could never even imagine doing. You know, yeah, well, yeah, you're cool. broke. Yeah, that's, yeah, so that. Yeah, so yeah, traveling to South Africa. That's I don't out. even. I don't even that's think out. of yeah. It's out. It's not another Paul Pimentoni agenda list. South Florida's out too. If I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> Cleveland's a if, little far. Yeah. If I, if I move to South Toledo, Africa, maybe. I'm not coming back. Okay, <laughs> like it's a one way trip. <laughs> well, that's like, cool. He's stumbling down roots. <laughs> I would never go to South Africa. There's way too many wild animals still out there. Like I'm. I'm wounded Jesus, animal. Ronnie, apartheid's over. <laughs> so you went to Kara's. Went to Kara's. We had some fun. A couple soda pops. Nice. Uh, Chuck met up. Ended up being the guy Chuck brought with him. Ended up being Joel's like childhood best friend, and they didn't know. Like, oh, you know, that's so that crazy. Hilarious. Yeah, so nice. Joel just walks in, and he's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know, and they had like this cool buddy moment. Nice. And uh, yeah, then we walked over to the game. Loudest football game I've ever been to and also almost no away fans which is really rare for a football game yeah, yeah. no nobody Detroit probably has the best like home field experience out there yeah, yeah. it was crazy because like we went to the Thanksgiving game two years ago when Buffalo was here uh-huh. and they had that snowstorm in Buffalo so they played the Monday night oh, game yeah, yeah, yeah. they had to I make up their that. game yeah. well everyone stayed for the Thanksgiving game so when we went to the that Buffalo game it was 50-50 in the stands. That was, honestly, I've never seen that before. It was intimidating. I brought my daughter, and then, like, as soon as, <laughs> as, soon as we went on offense, like, half the stadium stood up, and they were Buffalo fans, and you just see a sea of red. You're like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> Bill's Mafia is for real. I didn't know this was a real thing. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah, for there to be, there was probably, literally, I was counting. I'd probably seen, like, maybe 12 yellow jerseys, like, 
church in the entire stadium just looking around. It was crazy. Wow, that's cool. Did you see any celebrities? Oh, yeah. Uh, Me, every time I went to the bathroom. (laughs) Because they have mirrors above the urinals, which I've still never understood. Why I need to look myself in the eye? They really do. Oh yeah, it's like a reflective plastic on there. I need to stare yourself in the eyes while you drain the main vein. It makes who who designed that? Like you know what we need? Eye contact with her. (laughs) It's like someone. It's like someone was worried people are gonna be looking at dicks, so they're like, "What if we distract them with this shiny thing here?" So, yeah. Wow! It's like one of those mirrors in the movies where it's like it's like it's blurred, but it's all blurred by like germs and like yeah, just yeah. dirty people touching it Ew. and piss. <laughs> you know, yeah. I love the sometimes guy. I like to arc it. Hey, <laughs> the guy that likes to arc it. There's the guy that likes to bring his beer in and set it on top of the fucking urinal. Well, while, yeah, I got to finish this baby before yeah. I get another one. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I just set it up, trying to piss. Maybe Ron- I want to drink my beer midstream. And just just- Ronnie's over here aiming for the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll aim for the beer just to top it yeah. off. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the prices they have, you might as well yeah, top no. off every chance you get. So what was louder, the first playoff or the second? I didn't think it could get any louder than it was for that Rams game. I mean, we were going nuts. I mean, Roddy was sitting over in his section. Me, Paul, Chuck, and his buddy were over at ours. Everyone's rowdy. The guy behind me is, is passing. He's, I don't know how he smuggled this much in, but he smuggled in like 35 bottles of Fireball. Oh, like wow. the shooters. Yeah. You know, so he's like, hey, Sue, because I'm wearing like, I wear like a, I wear a, a knockoff in Dominican Sioux jersey when I'm oh, watching yeah, the yeah. kids. Like I bought it off the back of a truck when I was like 19. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, awesome. I was like, he was there too. It's the most Detroit jersey ever. It's got, and, some, it's got some legit age on it. Oh, like, yeah. I wear it to basketball so they know what's coming in the paint. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he starts, he's like, and he, he just hands me fireball shot. We do like five rounds. And he hands them to like eight people. So it's like, we just had five rounds. It, that's 40 shots. This oh fat boy God. somehow snuck into the stadium, which is talent. That's all you can really yeah. say there. That's a skill. Um, so we had fun after the game. Uh, Paul's recording the Jumbotron. And it's just like, he, Paul, Paul's that guy that records fireworks, I learned that day. <laughs> people like it, man. People like fireworks. <laughs> Who's gonna watch that video ever again? No one knows. No I was I went right. to Ford Field specifically to look at the fireworks. What did yeah, they do no, the fireworks? No, I just mean like if you go to fireworks oh. and you're like, why is that guy recording the fireworks? Just watch the fireworks. Paul's the one recording fireworks. And that's because because and, and this Angel- game is the Lions playoff game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he's at he's like Anzalone's doing like his post game speech, which is broadcast nationally. If you ever want to watch it, you could just type it into YouTube. Oh yeah, that's so true. Paul's like recording that, <laughs> mind you. There's an entire party happening behind Paul he could be recording. It's way more interesting. Like, people are stripping, people are screaming, hogging, crying, and Paul's like, look at this boring-ass press conference. So was it like a cool, like, everybody was like, unbelievable atmosphere. I don't think anyone got shot in Detroit. That's awesome. Yeah. And it was too cold to riot, which was a little bummer because I'm upside down in my car alone right now. So I was hoping you know, <laughs> really? they'd flip that bitch over and start her up. Right. But nope, Detroit never happens when you need it to. Yeah, you know? damn it. <laughs> it was so cold that like I took my hood. I was like, I it was literally like I had blinders on. Like, <laughs> like that's it's freezing. Oh, Not inside though. No, outside. No, no, no. But the walk into the stadium. That was the that was the weekend. The walk it was like back. 10 degrees outside. Oh, yeah, or was yeah, it yeah. ten or was it like negative eight? It fucking sucked. <laughs> it was like I want to say it was like negative eight. Yeah, the walk back outside. wasn't as bad, but the walk there was probably a lot worse. I disagree. 
<laughs> and she lived right across? She Well, she lives like quarter probably mile. three blocks away from Ford Field and right across the street from LCA. Wow, so really nice. Close. Man. Yeah, so the, the weather was better when you guys walked there uh, week two, though, right? Yeah, week two was awesome. Uh, <laughs> again, Chuck hits me up like midweek. He's like, so you want to go to this playoff? <laughs> yes, yes, let's Jeez, go, baby. I got to get better friends. Oh, man, you're telling me. <laughs> These are amazing. I was like telling everybody, I, like, I think I got to get remarried so he can be my best <laughs> man. I don't. <laughs> I got to keep him naming rights on my next born. I don't. That is awesome. <laughs> So what was the craziest thing you guys saw down there? Um, the Lions won a playoff game. That was pretty nuts. That <laughs> yeah, never that's happened. True. It happens once yeah. a century. So. Yeah. Did you guys cry? Uh, no, I didn't get sappy. No. Did you see anybody cry? I didn't see anybody I saw cry. people cry. Yeah, there was people crying. It's because you were looking at your cell phone screen <laughs> and not enjoying the moment with people around you. <laughs> he was recording the already recorded yeah. program. Paul's a 90-year-old woman. <laughs> <laughs> It's an amazing time, man. I remember it. For, I like. I remember 1991 thinking that this was going to happen every year. Yeah. And literally, that was the last time we yeah. won a playoff game. And then here we are today. Yeah. At the next play, it's playoff. It's pretty exciting. Win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you got a? Let's uh, hope our O line doesn't get into a car crash this time, like they did in '92. <laughs> so, do you guys think it's rigged? What the NFL? Get out of here! You couldn't be able to bet on it if it was rigged. Yeah, you know, that's the, a, the betting. There's too much money involved on the other side, and then also it's just too many people. Yeah, involved. but they also said that about the NBA. Yeah, it turned out to be one ref shaving points. Supposedly. Yeah, that's true. Back yeah. in like, oh, he screwed the Sacramento machine. Kings out of a finals appearance. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Sicilian. I don't have any opinions on gambling. <laughs> I think I think there's definitely like rigged sports gambling. Like I was listening to a podcast and they brought in like a mob type guy who still does stuff like that, you yeah. know. And he was just like eh, college hoops, especially the lower levels. Oh, I really? wouldn't gamble on it if I were you because it's all set up. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Wow, I mean, wow. you got to realize those games. Once you get out of like the top teams in college basketball, it's a heavy drop off to who pays attention to anything with that. Yeah. You know? Well, there was a documentary on Netflix of uh, what was it? A guy from Arizona State that mm. got caught point shaving. Yeah, a player. He got caught like he got caught up in uh, sports gambling and everything. And then um, the guy who he owed all his money had him start shaving points and everything. Yeah. And it got all the way down to like deep into the tournament, I think, if wow. I remember right. Yeah. I, I like, remember how quickly does the coaching staff like find out and like, oh, sh- yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Or like, do they find out? Like, that's, you know. Well, they did. Or else we'd be talking about it. There wouldn't be a documentary. Yeah, but I like did the coaching staff find out about the player and they broke it and like, whoa, dude, like you can't play. We just yeah. found this. Out. I mean, you well, got to throw him off the team. Or as was soon it as like, yeah, hell yeah. yeah, yeah, no, like, and I think it, that's why like, he didn't. The reason why he like a re- big reason he didn't make it to the league was because of this yeah. blemish on his whole thing. Yeah, like, that's yeah. You throw away your whole career because of point like shaving. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, imagine how much money he probably owed that. Yeah. Jesus, when well, yeah. that guy's like, listen, you're not going to the league anyways without knees, so you better do this. <laughs> so, did you go to Carrie's the second one? Uh, Carrie's, yeah, yeah, same thing. Chuck me up. Sorry. I was like, badass, let's go. Ronnie was already going, and then yes, we went to Carrie's again and hung out, and that was so much fun. I mean, she's she's so fun. Oh yeah, she's awesome. It's a blast. Yeah, then, uh, yeah, she's like my comedy mom. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's awesome. And Queen then, of Detroit uh, comedy. What was that? She's one of the queens of Detroit comedy. Yeah. There's oh, too yeah. many She's, queens of Detroit yeah. comedy. There's one. I know, I know, there's I know, like, not one enough. I know if you're over 40, 
and you're a yeah. woman that does comedy in Detroit for any amount of time, you're a queen of comedy when they bring you on stage. All right? I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think all the queens should fight till there's one. And then that's the queen. Of I comedy. think I'd win. You think so? Oh yeah. I'm I think badass. Chanel fucks you up. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know. She's kind of tiny. Yeah, but she's like street tiny. She's like she's aerodynamic. Yeah. You know, she's got little hands, but they just cut through the yeah, air. Yeah, she's faster. probably fast as hell. Yeah. Her hands yeah. move like vipers. <laughs> yeah. She's from Dearborn. She's West Side. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Warren. You're from Canada, I thought. Well, I'm not. Oh, okay. My mother. Oh, yeah. Who's from Canada? I wouldn't even you have to have try to fight. You have to have age brackets, weight brackets. <laughs> you know, it had to be for like pay TV and. Like... Oh no! This is going to be in Chanel's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is going right out of YouTube, Paul. Okay, we're going to throw all all eight of them in the backyard at once. We're going to throw two sticks out there. <laughs> this is where we just go buy a bunch of like chain like uh, this regular fencing and just make our own octagon in the middle of the street yeah, and call yeah. it. And Peggy, this is how sports get rigged. <laughs> if you need a prayer, like we're to like, so tell you what, uh, in order for you to and in order for you to win, we're going to have to raise twenty million dollars to donate to Chanel. <laughs> I, just, I just Peggy, you're going down in the third. All right, that's all you need to know. Go down in the third. <laughs> so what do you think the score is going to be this Sunday? As long as somebody gets winded. It's going to be close. It's well, like last week, I, like that's what uh, the thing was crazy is I, I didn't think it'd get any louder than the Rams game, and it was even louder mm. at the uh Bucks oh, it was. Game. It was definitely it was yeah. so oh, I thought it crazy was the at other the Bucks game. It was so oh. loud that you, like you had almost participating yelling, or your ears just so your low. ears would stop hurting. Yeah, because really? yeah, if you if you're just listening, the vibrations are coming in, and you don't have anything come from the inside of your skull. The balance, your equilibrium gets messed up, and it hurts your ears. <laughs> so you gotta yell at the oh, balance I never, out I never the noise. Knew that. Yeah, which was hilarious because there's these two little brats in front of me and Chuck. Yeah. Right, they're like probably like five and six, and they were throwing a hissy fit, and they had the ear covers. And the parents were like, all right, I'm over it. And we were yelling so loud by the end of the game. They were just like in the fetal position with PTSD. Because <laughs> it was so loud in that tent stadium. They were like shell-shocked World War One people just <laughs> Believe down, down in the bunkers, you know? They literally were like holding their feet and rocking. Like, yeah, fuck you, kids, you know? Wow. She get but yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> hey, Peggy, believe it or not, Dan is exactly who you want in a Lions game. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's fine. Like high volume the entire time, and yeah. like, like I was, I lost. I knew I couldn't keep up vocally with everybody uh, during the golf chant at the beginning of the game, during like the pregame. Yeah, wait, I you mean to tell me vocally. you tapped out at the beginning no, of the I, game? Oh, vocally, dude, all I could do was clap. All I could do, awesome. I couldn't scream. I was gonna lose. I, I know I was, I'd I've lose got my a voice like that. Screaming at games though, bro, nonstop, entire you, time. See, Perfect. the trick is. A lot of people go there and they try to yell as loud as they can every time. And it's like, yeah. no, 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 no. It's going to blow your voice out by the first quarter. So, you know, you gave me like, ah! Like the whole, been, ah! You know, a nice, even yeah. balance that you can maintain. The whole, it's just like jujitsu. If you squeeze someone really fast, your arms get tired. But if you slowly squeeze and apply pressure and hold it, you can do it forever. So as I learned that with, with yelling at people. I've only been cool. to a few games, so I learned that on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, Yelling of jiu-jitsu. 
Did they yell his? Did they uh, chant his name at the end too? Yeah, they chanted at the end. The Bucks game, the game. He was getting chanted nonstop at the. That's not good. That had to made. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, like that how, ego. How he left like, LA yeah. too. That, like no matter what, that like your ego, like you could have the worst day, but like if you had that many people chanting oh, your name, fuck, you're, awesome. you're 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 on cloud nine at that point. And did they boo? Um, what's his name? Um, we booed the Rams. That's what kind of was stupid. That, they like, booed Kelly, the refs. Kelly the, the, Stafford came the, out and she's like, they're booing my children and everything. I was like, you came out at the exact same time the Rams were coming out of the tunnel, you dumb bitch. You know, oh, like, yeah. well, what's she expect? Peggy, the, yeah. the referees got booed probably seven to ten times throughout the game for just making calls where the whole stadium was just chanting, bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, we had a good fucking and rep at the last one. Yeah, it was. That was, good. That, was that, like, that was. Hey, I, so co- awesome. coaching like a little league flag football, it's like if uh, I've heard a parent say that a referee was blind and the referee heard it and threw out the parent and like both grandparents, like the whole family. Oh, so he's also an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that flag football referees have more authority than NFL referees because yeah. there was like 70,000 people just chanting it, it in extremely high decibel uh, of like Paul, 118, 123. Yeah, I'm pretty bullshit. sure like in that scenario, they're not going to throw out like three to four thousand <laughs> people at it. NFL game. Hey, That's money down the drain. Well, I was like, yeah. you know what? I don't care if you're making money. They're fucking leaving. Refunds yeah. for everybody. Get them out of here. <laughs> trying to do my job. The rough <laughs> feelings are hurt. Yeah. What's yeah. funny is, though, you'll be booing when the flag comes out. And it'll be like, boo. And literally, as soon as they're like, on the defense, you're like, oh, yeah. Good call. Same breath. <laughs> Who did this guy's the, a genius. Who did the national anthem? Uh, which one? On any of them, I, uh, they don't let us see the, them. Uh, the, I don't the think first one was "It Is What It Is." You know what I mean? It was like the choir. No, that was half. Oh, I did see. Yeah, that. I don't remember. Who no, did. it was the. I yeah. think it was the saxophone guy both that times. Was the second game. It wasn't the saxophone guy the first game. Yeah, that's definitely was the second game only. Who was that's who oh, no, oh, I know, Ronnie. To you, all black people look the same, but it was not the same <laughs> no, guy. No, was <laughs> it, 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 it was uh, it was a uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers guy uh, from Detroit. Oh, that's right. He oh. played a cool. Dr- wasn't that at halftime? No, that was just beginning. That was with the Honolulu Blue. I know. It was not impressive at the Rams game, whoever did the anthem. But the Buccaneers game, a guy played a saxophone. Yeah, and he anthem. held the note, right? Yeah, but they had the uh, lyrics playing Ooh. on the Jumbotron. So actually, it was all, all, everyone. 65,000 wow. people singing, singing the anthem cool. while he played the sax. Mm. And you want to just like, talk about tears. Yeah. Like, when he <laughs> held that note. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I was crying. Everyone was crying. Like, yeah. there's tears mm-hmm. everywhere when that was going. It was like, it was a cool, everyone sang the anthem, emotional game. You know, this is a lot of stakes yeah. on the line. It was, I love stuff like that. that yeah, I do too. Going. Yeah. So, yeah, that was cool. That was, I can't remember his name, but he's recorded with, like, every Motown person you can name. He's got, like, a song. Like, oh, like, really? You know, it's like, that guy's always been there. Yeah, yeah. You know, in the back, mixing the beats and the yeah. music and all that. So, it was awesome. Wow. That's cool. They didn't, they won't have the, they don't have the, um, flight the no the, we're in a dome so that'd be kind of oh yeah unless they drove it flight. they flew it right into the dome now that would be a way to kick <laughs> off a game you're not gonna do that in new york but like if you... <laughs> that's the dumbest thing i've ever said <laughs> wait what do you guys think's the reason that we're so much better all of a sudden is it Dan oh, it's, Campbell? It's, 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 it's the mixture of, of it's of uh, Ragnum. william william clay died yeah Old lady took it over, realized she sucked, and gave it to her daughter. That's the first thing that happened. That oh. was yeah. Sheila is the like reason yeah. she wa- she took this over. She redeemed she- the team herself. 
And so then, did she back off, or what did she? Uh, her, she made the red hot. No, she she <laughs> kicked her mom out, and yeah. she got involved. And it was like cause that's oh. been the main thing with the Fords is it's just like a buddy hire situation always, and they don't really care about the football; they just care about having the team and all that. Where Sheila's like, "No, you guys suck. Right. This is done. We're done with all this." And then she brought in Dan Campbell, who was recommended by Sean Payton. Like he had a bunch of recommendations. A lot of people forget he was Miami's coach. I think in. 2010 when they fired their head coach for a little bit. He was an interim coach at the time. Then he went to New Orleans, learned under Sean Payton how to head coach. So they brought him in first and then Brad Holmes has been behind a lot of the genius moves that uh, the Rams had made. So we pulled him out of their executive branch and made him our GM and he, he just came in. The Stafford trade really is what turned the franchise around and I love Stafford I was a big Stafford yeah. fan but like it was. just it, we weren't going to win a Super Bowl with him he wasn't happy <laughs> here anymore so when he moved Stafford out he got such a bounty of draft picks it was it, it's that's literally who and St. Brown came from that mm. Sewell Hutt, all those guys came from those draft picks um, that are now like our main star players plus Jared Goff turned into a great QB yeah, under crazy? Campbell and Ben Johnson so it was like dude this guy he, won, he just won GM of the year today uh, oh, Brad really? Holmes. So yeah. it's just like that combination of Sheila, Dan, and Holmes is just perfect. Wow. Chris Spielman's part- actually there in that mix too. Like he's part of that whole like like blend up there. Um, of like culture. He's he's that yeah. person that they hired. So Detroiters would be like, oh, we got Spielman here, the old line. He's he's nothing. He does nothing. Because <laughs> people love him. Yeah, that's what oh, I mean. Yeah. He's that face for people like Paul to be like, oh, Spiel's out there. <laughs> he doesn't do jack shit, but he's there. And part of it, like, <laughs> I feel like Brad Holmes, like, almost every trade he's made so far as the Lions GM has been beneficial for the Lions. Oh, yeah, because we were notorious for not moving out of our... But we'd have, like, the number one overall pick. We don't know who we're getting. And it's like, you know, you could trade that pick away and get, like, seven picks. We, we would never do it. And he's made draft moves every single draft. And oh. he's hitting them out of the park. It's 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 I've never seen it in Detroit history. It's amazing. The guy m- might be the greatest GM since Ozzie Newsome. So. <laughs> oh wow, that's cool. I learned a lot. If we had Brad Thomas for another twenty years, uh, it'd be very beneficial. Yeah. Wow. And what about? Uh, I think his name. I wrote it down because I don't know. Aaron Glenn. He's late. Defensive he coordinator. Well, we might lose both ben coordinators. We jo- might lose Ben Johnson uh, before we lose uh, it's Aaron between, Glenn. It's between, I think Ben Johnson, it sounds like, is going to go to the Commanders. and then, as, as a head coach, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might lose, and then Aaron Glenn, the only job, there's only two jobs left open after today's hiring. So it's Washington, which everyone says is going to be Ben Johnson, but they can't talk to him until after the NFC Championship game, win or lose. It's against the law, rules. Um, and then Aaron Glenn, like there's he might end up going to Seattle. So we could lose both coordinators, which means it'll be a – Step back next season, unfortunately. So yeah, those guys win it this year. Got to win it this year. Win it, win, win, win it this year, and then let the cards fall where they may. Yeah. yeah. Is there any chance they would say no if they no. didn't win? No, no. There's all you got to realize. There's only 32 of those jobs on the planet. So oh, when those opportunities true. come up, I yeah. mean, because there's also there's a lot of guys in history, like NFL sports, that like had a chance to take that head coaching job and didn't. And then had a bad season the next year and never got another chance oh, to take a head wow. coaching job. Yeah, so. yeah the sad. only like kind of hope is that like I know Ben Johnson originally like went out and said he wants fifteen million dollars as a coach, a but he's worth fifteen. Like he's not gonna get fifteen; he's gonna get like eight and a half, nine. But 
Uh, that was just his agent being a joke. That was like a headline they put out when you clicked the article, and it was fucking clickbait. Um, also, the situation that you walk into in the NFL, it's not like you're guaranteed. You, like, you might get paid from your contract, but you can very easily get fired after your first or second year. Like, you can walk into a situation where you're the head coach for a year. You beat Frank and, Reich in Carolina this year, get fired six games in. <laughs> And it's not your oh, fault. Wow. It's just your owner's an idiot. <laughs> oh, wow. So th- it's going to be tough in San Francisco, though, right? Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. I can't wait. I leave Sunday morning at God, 4 a.m. that's so awesome. We're staying right down the road from the stadium. He's got other friends flying in from other parts of the country. It's going to be so fun. There's going to be a lot of Detroit people in yeah, San Francisco. Are you going to wear your, your Oh, yeah. I'm ready to go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I got to wear the same outfit to every game. Otherwise, we'll lose. Yeah. So. I know. He wouldn't put on his coat. He brought a Lions coat because he didn't want him yeah, to Yeah, Paul wears it. Lions merch. They lose. Yeah. Yeah. So, he didn't, he didn't wear it, but I he brought bring, it. I, I can bring it with me. Yeah. But uh, You got that. You got that. Yeah. But this jacket, I've, I've wanted to burn... This Lions jacket over here for like, I know, multiple times over the past like 20 years. Oh so my it's God. like, bed right. books are terrible over at Bones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is, it is exciting. I wonder what's going to, God, can you imagine the city Super Bowl? If we just even make it, like, this has already been awesome this year. Right. We were, like, everyone's like, all right, win the North, get all in playoff game, win that. That's mm-hmm. the goal. And now that we actually made it, to the NFC, especially because our team's not like a complete team. Our defense sucks. So it's just like we have so much room to get even better next season. It's, it's Our like, defense sucks? Yeah, our secondary is the worst in football. We only have one good pass rusher. We have great safety play. Um, Alex Anzalone's probably going to get popped for steroids after the season's over. Yeah, I'm surprised I'm he has Because I, I, <laughs> I remember you telling me that about weeks ago, and then I was looking, and I'm like, why does he have so much acne on his face? Yeah, there's, it's really weird uh, when, uh, when when a guy's in, like, year seven or whatever, then all of a sudden he's playing better and faster and stronger than he ever has before. This? Alex Anzalone, our middle oh, linebacker. Yeah, long blind hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I've been telling Ryan for weeks. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, he's probably going to get, like, popped for steroids. It's in the offseason because some's not at. He's smart. He's fast, and he stays stayed healthy. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Paul's his agent, by the way. I shaved you know point two like, seconds off my forty time, and I'm benching a school bus. But uh, yeah, it's all natural. I think they should be able to do what they want. I agree. You know, I do. Mm-hmm. I'm so yeah. I'm in my thirty years of watching the Lions. Uh, this is one of my favorite teams because of things of how they drafted how. Everybody's come together from high bar, though, the mean. running backs. I mean, well, so we would have one great player at one position. Yeah. But it's like nobody's as good as Barry and Calvin ever was. You know, well, let's say like in Madden, they were like hundreds. These guys are all like 85s. Yeah. Well, and I you think know? part of it with, with this team Yeah, Peggy is... knows what that means. I <laughs> <laughs> do. You do? Yeah. The rating yeah. system? Well, I, I just assume you mean they're. But 80, like a graph, yeah. Yeah, these yeah. guys are hundred percent good, and then the other. No, a hundred is like like so. Madding rates players between one and a hundred, and almost no one ever gets a hundred. Yeah, it's like Mike. I think Michael Vick's the only one that ever actually so, got a one hundred. So his uh, point is, it's better have multiple eighty fives exactly. than two hundred. Exactly, we have a, we have, a, we have a good yeah. deep team. <laughs> Just no. want to make sure. I was like, I don't. Peggy doesn't strike me as a Madden franchise player. <laughs> I am logical. But no, I feel like this team. What separates it is that it, like it is more of like 
a team effort. It's not just one person. It's like, and it's not just like the offense is really good. Like you still like, no matter what, the defense is struggling, but you still have superstars like Aiden Hutchinson there. Yeah, and it's just like it's What's not the other superstar. All right. Yeah, we got eight. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Anzalone, it's Barnes. It's not a superstar. Barnes is not a superstar. McNeil. Paul thinks just because he knows people's names, they're a superstar. All right? <laughs> There's a lot of players yeah. how, that how good was How good was Barnes when he missed Prescott on that easy sack safety? You know, he made up for it in the playoff game last week getting the pick, but Barnes is not a superstar. Anzalone is not a superstar. Anzalone is an average linebacker. All right? Uh, Barnes is just now developing in his third or four, was this his third year? In the uh, league, so. I believe this is his third year. He's third just third developing. Ellie McNeil, yeah, sure. He's a top five D tackle when it comes to stopping the run, and he's a bottom five tackle when it comes to pass rush. So, like, again, the, like, the, it's, there's weaknesses. That's what I mean. Like, if, if Brad Holmes goes into this offseason, he's going to have a ton of cap space. He's got a lot of draft picks. This defense can get so much better. And it's oh, like, cool. I can't even imagine, you know what I mean, what it's going to do to the team. And we also got James Houston. Like, that we if has, he ever comes yeah, back. Yeah, like, that's the thing. <laughs> Hopefully he'll be back. His ankle, the way I heard it described was it exploded in week one. Oh, like, <laughs> so, yeah, he's been on IR the whole season. So Seven, many... 17 weeks later, so it'll be yeah. like 17 weeks since the injury occurred. Wow. And as long as he can still get to the pasture and cause havoc, you know, I think that, you know, he it's before when he before he got injured, he had the potential to cause three to four sacks like in a game. He was very, very explosive on third or if fourth. His ankle down. exploded. How the hell are they? What's gonna... the thing? Miracles of modern science. <laughs> and rookies, how many? Two? Laporte? Oh no! Our right. rookies this year. Are... This year, four ha- are our top contributors. Yeah, yeah. And oh, from really? previous drafts, we have at least two to three from. And it's from the previous late round steals that are like wow, like Laporta and Branch might be the best second round selections we've made in team history. I mean, Brian oh, Branch wow. is playing like a veteran all star, and Laporta might be the best tight end in the league already, which is insane yeah, because crazy. usually we miss on tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Don't did, we usually miss did, on all that? Shit? Yeah, yeah. I, to be fair, correct. Yeah. I think <laughs> yes, Peggy. Gibbs has been the second best running back we drafted since Barry Sanders. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah, no, very true. Mm-hmm. You know, Br- Brian Branch might be one of the best defensive backs that we've ever ever drafted. You know, and he looks great if he keeps on this thing. And he's one of those guys he can blitz and get to the quarterback. He's like a torpedo coming off the when they put him on the line to go in the backfield. It's he's so fast. So I think he has four or five sacks this season on top of like six picks. It's he's just had an amazing rookie year. Wow, that's exciting. It is. Well, it's super you guys exciting. still listening out there after this deep dive <laughs> nerd time. talk we've been doing? <laughs> so I got uh, unnerd stuff. Uh, oh yeah, why do you take your shirt off, Dan? Um, <laughs> I'm actually kind of pissed off because, because I said that. Some no, because some I kept my shirt on because Jason Kelsey. It's because he looked like you have leukemia when you take it off, and like <laughs> like Jason Kelsey and like a couple other fans are getting all over the place. I've been doing it for weeks at these games just because I don't have body hair to cover up how disgusting my body is. I don't get on ESPN. This is bullshit. <laughs> But it's fun. It is fun, man. Because I just—it was funny. It's just funny. I liked how I nailed you on Facebook. Oh, it was. uh, (laughs) Kara, Kara asked if it was her baby when she seen the video. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Do you guys like how aggressive Dan is in the fourth down? Am I saying that right? I don't mind it at all. It's changing the game. Yeah. 
What does he, that mean? He, honestly, he really is because now, like, there wasn't, there hasn't been as many head coaches that go for it on, like, fourth down and everything. And now you're seeing it more and more coaches are really trying for it on fourth down. And, like, but because of him doing it so often, I feel like, I feel like it really turned this team to, like, they're ready for stuff. Like, when it's not as big of a deal, but, like, when other teams do it, it's sometimes it's just, it's different when you're on third down to fourth down. It just means more. Well, yeah, and that and it, it it's so demoralizing to the defense because yeah. they know if if it's third and three and they get a stop here, if it's fourth and three or less, we're probably going for it every time. Yeah. Which is like, as a defender, you can be God damn it, dude, we just can't get these fucking guys off the yeah. field. Any other team would punt the ball. I mean, <laughs> it it will it questions how much faith that you have in your field goal well, kicker because when we do it, it's usually like beyond our 40-yard line, and it might be like a fourth and two. It might even be a fourth and eight, you know. And, like, four, fourth and eights, those kind of things, like, scare me, especially if you come out in a punt formation or fake field goal formation that, like, we've all seen it before, like, multiple times. I'd rather just have you run a regular play that, like, you feel like you can do something with. Yeah, but I don't mind, I don't mind going for a fourth down just – Make sure you got the right play call that you believe in, and I'll stand by that. Cause yeah. You, you just like, it, it's they've they've done things to close out games where it's like that was pretty ballsy to like do that. Yeah. But, you know. But he's also not going against conventional thinking. analytically. Every decision he makes makes sense. Like by by like the statistics. Like for example, if it's like at the end of the game, like Paul saying, and it's it's fourth and six. But if we get this first down, they're never going to get the ball back and the game's over. Oh, so yeah. Even though we're going to risk them getting the ball in good field position with them having a chance to win, if we convert this, it doesn't matter. The game's over. Yeah. yeah. So it's like stuff like that, which he's been hammered for. I'm like, no, that completely checks out to me because there's only one decision working. that guarantees a win. So you go for that decision every time. Yeah. yeah. And like, I also like this, like the gutsy calls that like one, like they had to close the games out with like getting a first down. And it'll be like first and ten, like, and everyone's like, "Oh, they're definitely gonna run it here." And they'll be like, "No, we're still going out passing and everything." Yeah, that's how we closed out last week against the Bucks. Yeah. I mean, no one saw that pass coming. Everyone thought it was gonna be three runs and we're out of here. And then was it second down or first down? They just bam, quick, quick vert route by St. Brown for a first down. Game over. Done. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Plus, it shows that he's got confidence in the team. Oh, yeah, and nothing gets your dick harder as a player than when your coach does some wild shit. Yeah. Like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's beneficial for your offensive line where we, we've got two we got two of the best running backs that we've had since Barry Sanders. Mm-hmm. And literally, uh, as a coaching staff, I think they can do so many more things. Yeah. You know, you, you can do play action. You can throw to guys like St. Brown. Players like Jameson Williams emerging. Sam Laporta is a rookie. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, there's so many players on offense that contribute. And then on that offensive line, you know, Penny Sewell, Taylor Decker, that's a guy that's been here for like 11 years. He's been here through every coaching staff that's been. He's every, a player? Yeah, as a player. Playing, playing like the left tackle wow, spot. Wow, he's got to be thrilled. Yeah. <coughs> he's know. been through all the shit. Yeah. And then, Ronnie, how many years have you had season tickets for? Uh, this is my first year. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, because, like, you. even, well, I, because, like, Dan, like, the amount of hours that Dan, Paul, and I have talked about football over this summer, 
I'm just like we we've broken down like all 32 teams like almost every single week. It's just a new team. Yeah, and then yeah, um, we're not just line fans; like we're NFL fans. So oh, okay. I, yeah. <laughs> and like part of it, it was just like I just had a feeling like in July. I'm like I was like you know what this team is built different. Like I truly believed in them. I'm like I'm just gonna go and buy season tickets this year just because I'm like I truly think this team could do something. That's cool. Um. So this, you guys think it's gonna be like good for five years? It's because of, because of how I hope young so. The team I is. hope so. Yeah, I think at least four years of good Lions football we should yeah. see. Uh, speaking from someone from 1991 to 93, don't take any of it for granted because, like, if there's a possibility of our offensive coordinator leaving and our defensive coordinator leaving and then having to replace those people, mm-hmm. you know that that's that's as big as drafting talent yeah bringing in those people okay. you know because you don't want to change the offensive as... scheme you know even though you're gonna have to replace the coordinator so you got to find someone that knows his system so you're gonna try to hire one of his assistants but then you got to realize his assistants are gonna get promoted with him when they you know what i mean when they go yeah. into his team so it's like it's a really hard game to balance but you look oh, at, so he uh, brings his he's gonna oh, bring his I guys see. with yeah. him too you know what yeah. i mean yeah. these guys know this i'm gonna bring my qb coaches might be my coordinator you know what i mean yeah, like you're yeah. gonna bring your boys Imagine, imagine developing your own squad, like your own like team of yeah, like yeah. five, six, seven, so eight, same... eight people, and you end up doing so well. Okay, you achieve the highest of success. Mm-hmm. This the next season going in, they pluck three people or four, yeah. yeah, like three people from your crew, and you're like, oh, that actually like weakens us, unless I already have like replacements like coming in yeah no the way you know? i look at this and that's next... we have assistants that's that's probably why there's like you know like 20 guys on like a staff but some are loyal to you because you brought you in you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when dan like, campbell came here from new orleans he brought a ton of Aaron Glad- like he brought a bunch of people with him he's like a sean orleans payton team. disciple yeah you know oh, and that's okay. so like and and coaching your disciples of the coaching tree that came above you and systems and philosophies that, like, you're taught. And it's funny because he's, you know, a former tight end, you know, that... Former tight end's coach, too, and he just worked his way up. Yeah. Wow. And Sean Payton's where he got the gambling from. Because Sean Payton was the first coach to really do some wild shit. You've never oh, seen. He, okay. I mean, he opened the second half of the Super Bowl against the Colts with an onside kick. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Saints-Colts yeah. game. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's where he comes hey. from. What that's, were you going to say? Hey, th- that's I, something I can see the, the Lions doing in, in a game. Is not I say But I truly like the way I look at it with this team is that, like, no matter what, I feel like we're going to fall under that. Like, if we win Sunday, we're going to automatically fall under that, quote-unquote, Super Bowl hangover next year. Where it's never – it's like, they're going to make a run, but like how he said, with all these coaching changes and everything yeah. – it's, win it this yeah, year. That's what happened to Philly this year. Yeah, win, win, exactly win, win, what happened to Philly. This year. Like, they they held a bandage on it for so long, but like towards the end of the season, they just got dog walked for the last three yeah. weeks of About the season. Weeks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they were eleven and one and finished <clears throat> eleven and six. So it was like, but they lost their offensive and defensive coordinator to head coaching jobs in the off season and filling those spots. They were so desperate they brought in Matt Patricia. Yeah, who is the worst? <laughs> oh. Imagine being Darius Slay. You like, I hate this fat bass more than anything on the planet. Then he ends up being your defensive coordinator in like two years. Well, <laughs> yeah. People know the personal relationship of like the things that people have said publicly about about the other one. Yeah, yeah, oh. Darius Slay literally. 
literally went on like a speaking tour of garbage <laughs> of a human being Matt Patricia was when he was our head coach. Oh, really? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, they had a decent roster when he took over, but People he didn't, didn't like play in so he Detroit. got rid of all of our good players. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. really bad when the people consider the coach of the 0-16 Team is still better coach yeah, I'll than take Matt Rod Patricia. Marinelli over Matt Patricia any day. That fat pencil wearing freak. <laughs> pencil wearing. So if um if there was a player that you could have a beer with, who would it be? It, alive, not dead. Like Lions. any player? No, Lions. Oh. And then then I was gonna be like Neon Dion, baby. <laughs> like not really? fun beers with Deion yeah, Lions, Sanders would be he's my favorite athlete Lions, of all Lions player pro player or like Lions, Lions. Lions. honestly yeah I want to have beers with Campbell like Dan Campbell like I want to have oh, he yeah. was a tight end for us so it counts yeah, <laughs> but dude Dan Campbell that seems like a fun night of drinking I would be into yeah. like we might get in a couple bar fights you know we're going to hit on some broads that we're not going to go home with because we're both married, but it'll be fun to try to pick them up, you know? Maybe do some line dancing, you know? <laughs> Dude, that would be a great time. He's going to be high energy, too. Like, he's going to pound a pitcher of beer and scream. Ah! Like, yeah. it's going to be so... Our shirts are going to be off. I don't even think... I don't think Dan Campbell, but, like, orders by, like, the can or bottle. I'm pretty sure he just orders by the pitcher he's the only and guy just walks fosters. around. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm sure... I, hey, uh... Brad Holmes, you know it's it, you know I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go that executive. Uh, I, I'd like to be a uh, smoking cigars with Brad Holmes. Yeah, I, I think that'd be something cool doing. Like you know, usually I don't drink, but I would drink to hang out with Brad Holmes and just listen to whatever he has to say, whether it's like whatever it is, but just to be sitting there in, in a Lions executive office while business is going down, and I got to keep my mouth shut. And that's like, fun. That's the, yeah, that's, like the, that's the type of, of torture I want. I was like, I keep my mouth shut. I'm, never I'm, happen. I'm, I'm on the inside. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Rick? Uh Honestly, it'd probably be Jared Goff because he's going to be the next one with the biggest payday. So drinks would be on him. <laughs> I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling. He's going to take less money than he's projected to take. I, I he might not uh, because he has to, but I think he's going to make the choice of like. Hutchinson's coming up. St. Brown. Like, we have all these... Sewell. If so many people are about to be on the end of their rookie contract, they're going to sign these big-ass deals. He's going to be like... Because he's projected to make... You can base it on other quarterbacks in the league, and the Giants screwed up the quarterback market because they gave their QB $44 million a year last year, and he's terrible. So uh, now every quarterback that's even good is like, well, he's getting 44. Oh, You're yeah, not getting yeah. less than that for me. Right. So everyone's projecting Jared Goff to get between 45 and $50 million a year. If he took forty, like if he did four years at one sixty, like that would save us so much money, and we'd be able to sign in the free agency, keep all the talent around him, because he's a guy that depends on the talent around him. He's not a guy that's going to carry your franchise. He's as good as the team is around him. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have to find out. What, we also have to find out what we have in Hennon Hooker. We don't have to. No, find No, we that got out. time. We got plenty of time. We do not have to find that out, and we're and not going to find. We that could wait. Dra- well, we could follow our guy. We drafted this. The Hendon Hooker situation is our Jordan Love situation. It's an insurance policy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got three yeah. to four years, pick up that fifth year option, and then, like, after the fifth year option, you it's can a find a four out. year option. It's not a first round pick. Oh, that's true. Yeah. This is, the, this is the other side of the Jared Goff conversation. This is something that's like, you know, it's like, even though, like, we love you, we want you. 
This yeah. was the conversation the guy before that the we playoffs. As well. my, like, now that he's got two playoff wins and he's looked great in both games, yeah. he's getting the contract. Yeah. I mean, he's the only quarterback alive that's won two playoff games in Detroit. Literally. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matthew Stafford never did that. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, so, Sue, yeah. I heard rumors that he wants to come back. Well, he wanted to come back when we needed help at D-Tackle, and he's staying in shape and just waiting, waiting for a team to call him up for like a late-season push. I was for it because I love a mean, nasty yeah, he's guy, mean. but they said he wouldn't be a culture fit. You know what? They're doing a good enough job. I'll take your word for yeah. it, even though I would have liked it. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I I, would believe that if Ndamuk and Sue had anything to offer the Detroit Lions, I would trust their staff and Brad Holmes, Ray Agnew, Dan Campbell, yeah. the, defensive back, the defensive coaches, uh, that if they wanted him, if any of them wanted him, that he would have been a part yeah. of this team. Uh, which, you know, there's not many guys who, you know, have that type of style, reputation. If he had anything to bring to the table, I, th- I think he would, he would be in Detroit. I agree. Because yeah. we could saying. totally like, use a big, nasty The fact that they didn't want to bring if him If he in, can't do that. There's a reason. It's like, all right, you guys have yeah. won enough trust in us at this point, yeah. which is crazy to say about a Lions. You guys going to say that. Uh, do, yeah. do, you think it's, do you think they didn't trust him? Or no, like no, this, no, no, no. Physically, I'm he's not I able trust- to do it. The fact that we trust them that they made that decision. Yeah. I just don't think they wanted him in the locker room. It's a the team's really tight. tight they didn't yeah. want and, Cha- and, they, they, they didn't want Chase Young or the they, that well, was a mistake though. Yeah, no, and like that to, was a mistake. Do you guys not think Chase Young at the trade deadline? Considering he only went for a third round fucking pick, and we'll find out this weekend. He's had like seven sacks since he joined the Niners. Like the guys went on a tear. How many sacks? Seven. Like seven sacks, and he joined what week nine. That's <laughs> insane. You guys, you, do you guys think though, like because how like everyone questioned about trading away TJ Hawkinson and everything last year? Do you think they might have their eye on someone on that defensive line in the like, upcoming draft or something? In the draft, I have no idea. I'd have to do a deep dive. But if like free agents coming up, I mean, uh, D end is a neat another edge rusher to, to go alongside totally. Hutchinson would yeah. be huge. Uh, you want to see Hutch get to twenty sacks? You want to see Hutch get to twenty sacks a season? Put another D end on the other side so he can. <laughs> that yeah. That's that's it. Yeah. I mean, or that other D end on the other team. side is going to get ten to fifteen sacks. Yeah, like if you put another monster sacks. on the side of him. Well, and even if you get like another DN and then like James Houston comes back, yeah, you got so many people we that, need have, a that yeah. have so like good pursuit to the ball that like it's it, any offensive line would have. Our safeties are really good, and outside of CJ Gardner Johnson, they're all under contract. Well, Tracy Walker's going to be gone after this year. Because he's not needed, and he but you have you have Kirby million. Joseph. No, I know that's what I'm saying. I'm saying we have are we have so Brian deep. Branch. We might have the best safeties in football, like the best safety. Oh, wow. but the problem is we got five of them, and you only need two or three at a time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. and we have no safeties. corners, no wow. deep, like one D tackle and one D end. So we have a lot of holes. That's what I mean. This team gets Cam's, so much Cam's, I believe Cam Sutton, the, one of the corners, he's been healthy for like 17 to 16 games, and he's been he's not like been healthy. They, he's had a toe issue for like the past couple of weeks. I don't know. I think what's been happening is like he's getting a lot of shit right now on him but I feel like if you look at it he's gone against literally the best receivers in the league and he only covers the best receivers he goes wherever they go mm. for the last six weeks it's been Justin Jefferson twice C.D. Lamb uh, yeah. Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua pick your points it. like so it's just like and then all Mike potential Evans. Hall of Fame yeah, yeah. all these guys are going to the Hall of Fame yeah, and he's had wow. to cover them in a row so it's like he's looked bad the last six weeks but again pass rush isn't the greatest and these are the top receivers in the league he's going against so what's your guys' favorite play this year? Not player, play. From the Lions season? Or... Do you have one? 
Uh, Pick six to kick off the year when, when it went through Kadarius Tony's hand and Brian Branch, the rookie, took it back to the house and we won the game off of it. <laughs> That's my favorite play because that just set the tone for the season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, like the two things that I hadn't seen, and that was in that last playoff game where Jameer Gibbs scored his touchdown. And then we closed the game with uh, the Derek Barnes inter- interception. Oh, that oh, was yeah. just like, you know, for us to end it defensively, you know, how many people out there like I like Aaron Glenn. That's as I love listening to that defensive coordinator talk. He's one of my favorite guys. He's doing so much with he's got he's getting like top five results in a lot of times, and he has bottom five talent on defense. Like that's how good of a defensive coordinator he is. It's wow. Yeah, no, this defense has way more to improve. But like I, like you said, like honestly, it has to be like the Derek Barnes interception, just because being there, the eruption yeah. of the oh, crowd was yeah. unlike any yeah. other. Like it, that honestly is going to be one of those memories that I'll have for the rest yeah. of my life. Very nice. Yeah. Well, and if you watch that play, they've been tearing us up with that stupid dunk over the middle. Over and over and over again, and that play Barnes read it, or Glenn said, "Look, it's coming." Whatever happened, happened, and Barnes read it perfectly. And it was like Baker had hit that throw all day; like it was like money for him all day. And the fact that Barnes adjusted and got that, oh, oh, yeah, right, such a good play. And it was cool that I guess Campbell said you're going to do something special or something. Yeah, like, he gave yeah. him the only one game ball today, and they yeah. gave it to Barnes. And yeah. It was just like, oh, but that's yeah. that's what I mean when you get a good coach like that. Like we had one of those guys; uh, his name was Coach Taddy. Like my varsity year, like half our coaches Marines. Oh, <laughs> like shit. and Coach Taddy did like combat tours and stuff, you know. Yeah. And so like but that guy could get you to go to war. Like literally. Wow. If you put a gun he could get you going if you put a gun in your hand, you're ready to go. Yeah. Like he when you get guys like that that can just motivate the team, it's you can make lesser talent so much better than they really are. Yeah. It's wow. it's awesome. It's a gift. Okay, how about favorite player on Lions? Gotta be Sam Laporta for me with the ability of him having that bone bruise and then fighting to come back four days later yeah. and still perform as well as he did and get a touchdown as a rookie. That's so unheard of. Yeah, he's broken every rookie tight end record this year. Mm-hmm. Like oh, he's wow. he might be the best. He's definitely top three already. He might be the best tight end in, li- in, in Lions history. Would you say he's number one? I can't think of another tight end to put over. Agree. Uh, it's only its rookie year, so it's all just going to keep getting better. It says a lot in Lions history. Like, we've been hoping for this guy. We've missed on so many first-round tight ends. Like, we're actually made fun of because we've taken more tight ends in the first round than any other team in the league, and we've missed on all of them. <laughs> wow. Yeah, usually tight ends are three and out here. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. It's even guys coming out that were, like, top-ranked tight ends, and it was just, just didn't work out. Like, I don't know. <laughs> And, like, part of me, like, I'm really looking forward to next season is because we've had such such success is now Detroit is one of those teams where it's, like, free agents are going to be like, yeah, I wouldn't mind playing in yeah. Detroit. And yeah. then, like, so it, this oh, I the see, opportunity yeah. of, like, all yeah. these big names of, oh, I wish we could have this person. Yeah. I wish we could have that person. That becomes a reality now is because, like, you have the team to back it up to where, like, yeah, Detroit's not the prettiest city to play for, but like you have a great fan base, yeah. and you got a good young team. You're in the hunt. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Yeah, it's contender. Do you guys have a prediction for um, Sunday, score-wise? My brain says we get decapitated, um, but 
I've got this weird feeling in the gut that this is kind of competitive. Like, this could be, like, a miracle season. So, mm-hmm. I could see it being, like, 27-24 Lions. Like, something weird happens. It's a weird score like that. Yeah. So, uh, anytime you're an opponent, in an opponent stadium, like, back in 1991, the thinking was, we made it all the way to the NFC Championship game, but we had to go to RFK. And how difficult it can play and at a team's <coughs> stadium. And if we could just host that game the next year at our place, that would be actually get us to the Super Bowl. So it's for me, it's a repeat of that. And then I guess there's another thing where, like, well, the, the last the, time the, the Lions were able like, to compete for a championship was against the 49ers, like, way back in the day. So there's, like, some other correlation. Yeah, there is some weird stuff. We The last time we were in an NFC championship, like an NFC championship type games before the Super Bowl was against the Niners to get there. And then we actually beat the Cleveland Browns, which are now known as the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, so we okay. could end up facing the Ravens in the Super Bowl. It'd be like a total 1957 uh, replay. Honestly, like it, <laughs> wow. if that happened, the historic run from the playoffs we're living in a until like, the Super Bowl, like it, it would be the most like storybook ending. Wow, like, that's cool. Unless Patrick Mahomes has anything to say about it. <laughs> well, even if Patrick Mahomes has something to say about it. Get some more Taylor Swift action going with her. Have you seen the AI art coming out with her? Like, they're just like, oh my god, I've beaten off to it a few times. Wow. <laughs> like, you can just make AI paintings and just, it's like her in like Chief's body paint like naked and you're like, oh my god. This is slutty. I like it. You know? <laughs> so awesome. AI is amazing. <laughs> Well, you guys. But hold, hold up. But the difference between this year and '91 is '91 we went to Washington, who we had hadn't won in their stadium since like the '60s, and then also that team came out of nowhere and were a juggernaut. That was what was that? Theismann, Joe yep. Theismann's. Uh, no, Mark Rippin and uh, the quarter, or, yeah, or the like Doug William. The line was the Hogs. Yeah, like Art that Monk, team Dero was out. We ran into like a juggernaut. We're not running into the same thing with San Francisco at all. Like that team was like the team of destiny. It was just nuts. They came out of nowhere. They're, I think the only team to win in like six years that wasn't the Cowboys or the Niners. We, <laughs> we ended the season. Oh, like uh, losing like was I was almost like fifty five to nothing, and then the playoffs lost to him like forty five to seven. If it wasn't for last Saturday and how they looked against the Packers, I would really been petrified. Yeah. But now seeing them how they played against the Packers. Like there's, there's nerves, but there's almost like a set of calmness to it. Of like you can truly believe, like this team has the talent to stand with San Francisco. Yeah, cool. San Fran's vulnerable for sure. Go Lions! All right, you guys, it's been an hour. It's been an hour. Yeah, love you, Peggy. I wish you had Bud Light. <laughs> Sorry. I know people are like, I think what Bud Light messed up on is they just didn't have a hotter trans person do it, you know? Right. Like, if they didn't use Dragoon out of China, there's so many dudes that have bought Bud Light. That's not why I don't have blood, uh, Bud Light. I don't know. <laughs> Peg's like, ah, oh, these damn peener wieners or whatever peener people wieners. call them. <laughs> peener wieners. I'm just saying, Bud Light, if you're listening, get hotter trans chicks next time. Yeah. That's all. I'm for it. Yeah. Science. Jesus. So, you guys, thanks. Oh, this thanks is fun. Yeah. Thank you, Peggy. Yeah. I hope what you guys had for? a good time. Uh, the, 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 the buttons. What? You got a check mark and an X, a red and green button. Oh. My husband does a uh, podcast, too. Okay. So, at the end of his podcast, it's about cars, classic cars, oh, and he nice. does, um, you know, uh, Trivia? Quest, yeah, thank you. There Jesus. We go. That's cool. Teamwork. <laughs> so that's uh, what he does. So, yeah. Right. It's Car Scene with Dean.
It's pretty cool. It's a pretty good name. Yeah. yeah. That's a cool name. Yeah. So, Thing is, though, his name's George, so it doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny about that? Is it George? I, no, was, <laughs> I, I was married before for like a week. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like, his name was George. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought I came fast. <laughs> Get a whole marriage out of the way to me. <laughs> okay, I've been married for 37 years, so That's fine. it was a oh, long man. time ago. Yeah? For, yeah. For, 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 for one good, week. Apparently. For, for seven days. Seven days. Oh, really? Not you, though, apparently. <laughs> That's funny. That's okay. A woman offended. named Phyllis. Hey, seven, seven days is just long enough for a TV documentary. <laughs> yeah, seven days of hell. The Peggy Beatty marriage story. The seven days I thought I was pregnant. <laughs> I, had to get I am going to do that 313 Tales. I got, you know, with uh, Scott at uh-huh. Indy. Scott. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm not going to talk about oh, that. But Scott 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 oh, man. If I had to blow a dude in the scene, it would be Scott. <laughs> I've talked about this many times with him and other people, but I was like, man, if I had to. Sort of like, you know, like women are like, oh, you have to suck a dick to get ahead. And I was like, yeah. what if, what? I mean, I'd suck a dick to get ahead. And then we were discussing whose dick would you suck, as you do. And I was like, if I had you to do. choose, it would definitely be Scotty's dick. Because he definitely probably, you know, because he's in the scene. So he probably maintains it well down there. Right. It's a lot of action. And yeah. he be, he's a guy, so it might be on the whim, you know what I mean? Because we'll just do it anyway. <laughs> and I also was like, it's probably the best tasting dick in the scene. Probably. Overall. I mean, Paul's dick probably tastes like cigarette and depression. So. It's like Dan got his lunch tickets. <laughs> But it's uh, the caffeine probably works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's semen gave me a buzz. I can get all my housework done now. <laughs> is this Adderall? Yeah, yeah it's, I'm just yeah. going to say that. Adderall. Come. Yeah, every time Paul comes, there's just a Colombian guy next to him. <laughs> Fresh from the mountains. <laughs> selling it. For Colombian guy cutting a big Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> This guy's got a donkey and a couple knapsacks full of false cum. It's a good batch. All right, you guys. Thank you. For Thank me. you. Oh, yeah. Thank sorry you. for Thank the you. cum talk, everybody. It's okay. Lions. Right. Go, Lions. Go Lions. Go Lions. Thanks, guys. I'm out. <laughs>